Facebook, Daryl Muhammad. Everything's Daryl Muhammad. Everywhere. You're so lucky. My name was taken. <laughs> like, why? She ain't doing nothing with her name. Instagram, I used to like, what are you saying to Jasmine Cobra? You were smart. Get all your names. But I want to start off with, basically, we told them about you, but I want you to tell you about you, because how else are you supposed to brag on yourself? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, born and raised San Francisco, California. All right. California Mom and dad. Mom and dad. They were hardworking individuals. Uh, moved to Houston in 1985 because I wanted to have a, a black cultural experience, believe it or not. Growing up in California, very integrated and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I came to Houston to attend Texas Southern University where I attended and I graduated there in 1990 with a degree in business, business marketing. Mm -hmm. nice. And I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, so I knew that sales, you have to be good at sales to be successful entrepreneur. So I've been in sales ever since 1990 and, you know, done a lot of other things since then. But it's all been around entrepreneurship and sales. That's amazing. I wish I would have known that I want to be an entrepreneur. Right. And like <laughs> when I was college. in college, right. Like, Instead of when I graduated, yeah. like, hmm, now I need to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> never too late. It's never, never too late. Right? That's right. And that's what we're about to learn in this podcast. It's never too late, guys. Now is the time. Yes. So we are talking financial empowerment and wealth psychology. Can you break that down? What is wealth psychology? Well, wealth psychology is how your mind is dispositioned or programmed. For wealth, right? Mm -hmm. How is it programmed as it relates to money? What is your mental programming, your mental relationship as it pertains to money? Everything money. Not just receiving money. Mm -hmm. Everybody seems to do that very well. But when it comes to other uh, parts of money, then that's where, especially we as black people, we, we fall very, very, very short. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and it has to be a philosophy. It has to be something that you learn and then it has to be something that you practice. Mm. And then it can be a part of you. Then you'll live it out every day. Right. So, that's what it is. Awesome. I gotta so you, just like you said, we're practicing on programming ourselves for wealth. Mm. So is it possible to be programmed for poverty as well? We're already programmed for poverty. Mm. Mm. 
So that's why we haven't tapped into wealth. Are you saying just black people in general? No, just, no. just everybody. Everybody. Okay. Everybody. That makes sense. Yeah, it's see, it's it's the middle class and below. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So all of us are either middle class or below. So those above the middle class status, they don't have as much of a non-wealthy mentality or non-wealthy psychology. So that's why they're above the middle class status. Yeah, so it all comes from programming. It comes from uh, our upbringing, mm-hmm. right? Our, our our environment, and what has been told to us. Now, here's the thing that we have to understand: the very important thing about wealth. Wealth, the wealth that you accumulate, that we accumulate, that someone accumulates, is in direct relationship to their worthiness, mm. right? I so, black that. people, we have a self-conscious issue, mm-hmm. so that directly affects our Wealth, because your wealth is directly related to your worthiness. You'll never have and maintain more wealth than you feel that you're worth. That makes a lot of sense. So that's wealth philosophy, an example. I love that. that. Y'all better be feeling good out here, because if you're feeling like you're unworthy, your bank account going to be unworthy. That's that's actually facts. That's huge. And then I like how you address the environment and a lot of um, underprivileged privileged black environments are usually um, conditioned for the feeling of not feeling worthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, um, the stores that they're there to shop, the, the fast food restaurants is not really the highest class that uh, if you go to a suburb a suburb that, that you would compare it to. Yeah, well here's the thing, uh, sisters, that is, is, so, is so permeated throughout American society as it pertains to black people in particular. Right, mm-hmm. to where none of us escape it. We might escape mm-hmm. the ghetto, we might escape poverty, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But we never escape those images mm-hmm. that, that we see uh, in America as far as black America. And that's what kind of holds us down mm-hmm. because we see the athletes, we see the entertainers, but we don't see the financially wealthy ones that have done it outside of sports and you got Oprah and you have Bob Johnson, but to every one of those, you got 10 athletes. Right, that is true. You know, you got 20 entertainers, right? So that's why with the lack of opportunity, we only think we can, you know, be financially successful if we are an athlete or an entertainer. Because we don't see enough of those other examples. Hmm. I have a question. I don't want to bring this up, but I have a question. I just want to know your opinion on the whole LeVar Ball situation. Say it again? LeVar Ball, where he's doing, he's you don't know about that? Oh, with his tennis shoes? Yeah, with his tennis shoes. Oh. So, how do you feel about that? Because I think he has a mindset that is great because he wants to do it himself. Yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what time it is, and that's why I was excited to come on your show, and, mm-hmm. and I talked to Jasmine. I said, who's your audience? She said, the millennials. And that's really where the hope of the future is in, mm-hmm. is in the millennials, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to be here to kind of plant these seeds in the minds of the millennials because mm-hmm. you guys have many, many, many years in front of you, right? I'm a, you know older guy that like to act young, but you guys are actually young people. <laughs> so you know you have more years in front of you than you have behind you. So, um, so yeah, that's what time is. If we're going to progress individually or as black people, then we have to understand that it's it's about independence. It's about controlling. Uh, your, your, your money. It's about controlling for, 
case of athletes and entertainers, it's about controlling your brand, mm. right? But the truth of the matter is, we all have a brand. If you're on social media, yes. you have a brand. Absolutely. Right? So, so yeah, I'm all for that. He should definitely do that, and I pray to God he, he, he'll be successful. Me too. Uh, it's going to be hard, but if he's successful, then that could be a blueprint for others. Mm. That's what I'm because, saying. Because, uh, yeah, you're going to have to do it. If not, you can be a billionaire like, like Jordan through his tennis shoes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But then you charge him $200, and we got our poor brothers and sisters in the hood killing and robbing and stealing for him. So that's 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 not good. That's not good. So he, he's doing he's doing he's doing the right thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's about independence. It's about independence. That's what time. I'm just we're gonna have to go into this, but just because this happened this morning, um, he said people are like robbing and killing and stealing, um, and I think it comes from a place of lack a lack of mindset. Exactly. Anyways, this morning my. I have two dogs in the backyard. They're new. They're my brothers, but we're just keeping them for a while. They're like pit bulls, half breed pit bulls. And my stepdad went out to feed them, and they started attacking each other, not realizing like there's enough food for all y'all. They were going at each other's neck. But um, that just made me think like when you think that you're in lack, you start getting distracted and not even eating your food. But um, that's what's what it reminds me of. <laughs> well, that, that, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and unfortunately, we're like that. People in general, uh, we're like that on different levels. Yeah, it's a scarcity mentality, and you can't attract wealth, right? With a with a lack mentality, with a scarcity mentality. Right. Even when you are lacking, the universe is not lacking. That's right. right? Yeah. So it's just we we ha we don't have the we haven't learned how to tap into the abundance of the universe to get anything and everything we want. That's so, true. so you can't even when you're down to your last dollar, you can't never think lack. You just gotta say, okay, well, I need to. Obviously, I don't know how to tap into it like I should. So I need, to, I need to do that. So yeah. Yeah. So you have a daily live stream called the Money Game. So can you kind of touch on what is the Money Game and how do we play it? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. The Money Game is it's entitled the Money Game, the winning rules to the Money Game, mm -hmm. so black people can win and dominate. Right. So, so what I talk about in, on the live stream and it's Monday through Friday uh, is really is, is the wealth psychology, is the wealth mindset, and everybody plays the money game, right? Mm -hmm. And I say the poor, the brother and sister, whoever it is on the side of the road begging, plays the money game. Anytime you have money that touches your hands or you have it in your possession, you've been activated into the game, into the money game. Right. So, so now the question is, what mindset or what money rules are you playing by when you're activated in the game? Mm. Right. So mm -hmm. those that have and have an abundance, they have a different mindset. They have different money philosophy or money rules that they live by exclusively right. than those that don't. Right. Yeah. So, so, so we talk about the different uh, philosophies of wealth, the wealth mindset. I have a question with the wealth mindset in the money game. What would be three tools you, or tips you could give us for as the mindset we should have? Like just if you just had to throw out the three most important tips for the money game in order to be on the successful end of the money game versus, because since everybody's playing the game, we might as well. What controls we need to press <laughs> right. <on like. laughs> right, should I tap X most right. of the time or do I need to hit square? Like, so what's the, the 
the it, like just the foundation. If you were just trying to jumpstart, if you never even heard of a money game, and you was just like thinking I can just blow my money, because a lot of millennials we think you know we die young, um, YOLO. <laughs> I mean, not yellow. You know, yellow. Yeah, you only live once, not die young. Right. You get so it's just freely, carelessly. I'm not speaking for us, but just there are some millennials out there, just people in general. Actually, not even our parents are not our parents, but just parents that are not in good money predicaments. Yeah. So, what would be some key tips that you would want to, if you want to do three or more? That you yeah. Well, right off the right off the top, number one, right off the top. It's mindset over skill set. Okay. okay. Can you elaborate yeah, on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, skill set is 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 learning how to do something, mm -hmm. right? Mindset mindset is learning uh, what to do, or I should say, why to do it, mm -hmm. right? So we have to we have to take on the mindset of okay, what is wealth? Mm -hmm. And why should I be concerned with wealth, right? And then that would help direct you in the direction of, now, how do I get it? Right. For example, a job is not designed for you to build wealth, mm. right? So you have to understand that. Right. Not that it's bad or good. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is lose your job and you wish you had it, right? <laughs> right. So, so, so it serves a purpose that is designed to serve. So that means that you can take your money from your job and have the right mindset and then take some of that money and put it into something that is designed to build wealth. Because everything has a purpose. This table has a purpose, this paper, this cell phone, everything exists with a designed purpose. And then you have to look for specific vehicles that are designed to build wealth, mm. right? And there are specific uh, uh, vehicles out there. So mindset, you gotta learn Three things affect your learning, right? The words that you hear and say, mm. right? The environment that you're in, mm -hmm. and the people that you surround yourself with. So those three things. Words, environment, and, and people. people you surround yourself with. So if you wanna, you know, wanna build wealth, you need to surround your, your environment. You need to reflect that. That doesn't mean you spend a lot of money, you know, going to debt trying to furnish your house with expensive things. Right. right, because see, there's a difference between expensive and things of value, mm. right? You can buy things of value at a reasonable price. You might have to go to a uh, yard sale down in, you know, where the rich people get rid of their stuff, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And get something that's very valuable mm -hmm. for something that's very reasonable. So your environment, that's, I mean, that's everything, yeah. right? That's keeping your car clean, mm -hmm. right? That's keeping yourself clean, keeping your hair done. So a lot of us, we do as black people, now we need to expand that, mm -hmm. right? And then we have, to, we have to choose some different kind of friends, mm -hmm. right? I, I teach people, you want to categorize your friends. Mm -hmm. You don't want to get rid of anybody, you just don't have time for them right now, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You might have heard there's a season for everything. So you want to have, you want to have your friends and you want to categorize them. So you call your friend and you might ask them, you know, hey man, go to this real estate seminar with me. Oh no, that's a scam. Well, you put that over there with them folks that you're going to call when it's time to watch this. That's kind of sound like me. That's, that's, I didn't that. think everything's a scam. Oh, I can't, can't have that. That's an anti-wealth mentality. Oh my God. 
So then, you know, those are people you have to put off and put, it at, put, that, put them in that category called, when I celebrate my success, I'll call them. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's what you have to do. And you'll find that you probably won't have very few friends that's on the wealth side. So that means you have to go out and find new friends. Find new friends. So, and then the other thing, the words that you say. The Bible said life and death is in the power of the tongue. Right. right? And there's a guy who wrote a book called, What Do You Say to Yourself? Right. Mm -hmm. So seven, he says in that book, 70% of what you say, you think to yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's not so much what you verbally say, it's what you think. Yes. That's why Jesus said in the Bible, you know, if you thought a sin, it's as if you've committed it. Right? Mm -hmm. so, so it's what we think about money. It's how we think about money. And we have to change that. And it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of reprogramming. Right. And you have to read to do that. You have to tap into the knowledge source that you can find that information in. Because, see, the, the thing is that unless you have something to compare your thoughts, your current thoughts with, mm -hmm. you think they some, they some good thoughts. I don't know what he's talking about. Right. I don't true. think poverty thoughts. No, I don't. But when you see what prosperity thinking looks like in words, mm -hmm. you say, wow. Can you give an example of like words of prosperity thinking? Yeah, yeah. I am wealthy and rich. Money comes to me easily. Frequently. Yeah, you can make money. The beautiful things about affirmation is once you understand the science of affirmation, it has to be present tense and all that stuff, mm -hmm. then you can customize affirmations for your current situation. Mm -hmm. That's very hard to find in a book that somebody else has written. They're general, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, right? But you can use them specifically in all areas of your life, health, relationship, money, you know, those. And then you can write your own affirmations. And then they're coming from you. They're coming from your soul. And then it, it'll resonate with you. And it'll have more power than a generic affirmation. Mm, that's that's a good tip. Yeah. I that's just have a quick question. I know you, you talk a lot about learning and reading. So what are some books that you, you know, your first, you know, getting? Uh, well, it's been a long time. I don't remember first, but one of the classics that, yeah, one of the classics that you should have in your library is uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah, see, that's, that, I mean, that's, yeah, number two is, is um, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace Waddle. I love that one. Yeah. Then you have, you have, see, I go back as far back as I can go. Right. Um, so you have um, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have those. The, those all came out during the same period of time in the early nineteen in the early nineteen nineties. Mm -hmm. So that means there was a, there was a thrust of that kind of mindset that was being pushed into America. Mm -hmm. That was during the Industrial Revolution. So a lot of these people that are talked about that Napoleon Hill interviewed for his book were industrialists. J.P. Morgan, and I mean, right. I mean, some super wealthy yeah. people. Their wealth still exists today, but you know, that's what that's what, you, and that's why the free gift that I have is 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 from that from that book. Mm -hmm. It talks about having a mastermind alliance. Right. That's a mastermind group. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he said that all the highly successful that he interviewed had a mastermind alliance or mastermind group. So it's very simple. It's not hard. It's almost like following a a recipe, mm -hmm. right? But it's just that black folk don't have a recipe. Mm. And we, lay, we waste time and energy and generations mm. trying to figure it out, right, when it's in books. And unfortunately, you know, 
in 2017, the old saying still holds true. If you want to keep something away from black people, put it in the book. And that's still true today, and that's unfortunate. But so, that's how you do it. Definitely, and read more, guys, because all the information is out there. It is available to us now in the present days, unlike it was in 100, 200, 400 years ago when it wasn't available to us. So I definitely think we need to capitalize on just valuing these opportunities and taking advantage of them. Yeah, and it's not only books. And the books are great. Mm -hmm. There's different podcasts. There's different shows on YouTube. There's courses online. There's so many things on the internet. You can find so many things. They're giving y'all free information. And yes. then if you can't read, they have auto audio books. So that's, that's probably what I'm going to be listening to on the way to work. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that. So I'm trying to figure out how do I get my money right and tight right now? Is that possible? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's always possible. Yeah, it's always possible. Um, you got to know, one of my mentors, I have many, many mentors, um, he said, don't look at what you don't have. Mm. He said, look at what you do have mm -hmm. to get what you don't have. Right. Mm. See, that's a wealth mentality, yeah. right? Everybody, oh man, I ain't got no money for that. Look at what you do have. So, so to answer your question, so, so you have to look at what you have. Okay. Right? Yeah. And know that what you have is enough. No matter how, no matter how meager it is, it's enough, right? Because it's enough to get you to the next level, right? It's enough to get you to the next step, right? And as I say in the Wizard of All, just Wizard of Oz, just put one foot in front of the other, right? Yeah. So so often we try to jump and leap, and that and that's where you go wrong, trying to jump and leap. Because if you miss your step, you're going to fall and break your neck. And most of us do that. Hmm. So you have to look at what you have and know and tell yourself. Remember, 70% of which the conversation you have is in your, with yourself in your head. And this, you got to tell yourself because you got two voices. That's true. you gotta, you got the, the voice that you, that's empowering has to, has to be louder than the voice that's disempowering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got to tell it, shut up. Mm -hmm. right? right? I'm in charge. Right. You, you know, you, you've, over, you've overstayed your welcome. You got to go. Yes. Right? So so you just tell yourself, say, you know, this is enough. I know it's only a dollar, <laughs> but it's enough. Right. Now, then you ask yourself a question. Power is in questions. Right? Powerful answers come from powerful questions. So, God, how show me how I can take this dollar and multiply it. Mm -hmm. And then you go out looking for it. Because it's not going to just fall in your lap. Mm -mm. And if it does, I wouldn't bet on that. That's not a probability you can win by. Right, so so you got to go out there and look for it. And you can't be afraid, because as as we've heard many many times before, scared money don't make money, mm. and scared people don't attract money. See, scared and money don't go together. See, so that's see that's wealth philosophy. Yeah. Mm. Scared and money don't go together. Right, right. <laughs> you're scared to have it, so you spend it. You're scared to spend it, so you don't have it. You're scared to invest it, so you don't get more. Mm. You're just scared. You just fear. You're just fearful. So Money doesn't go to where fear is. It, it, it runs true. from fear. That's mm. true. That is yeah. so true. So I'm wondering what risks, or are they even risks, should we be taking? Well, you know, you know, it reminds me of something I heard. It said the biggest risk now is not taking a risk. That's true. Right. Exactly. So playing it safe, mm -hmm. that's bigger than taking a chance. 
So the kind of risks that you want to take are calculated risks, okay. right? Risks that make sense, right? Right. In order to have a wealth mentality and build wealth, we as black people have to take emotions out of the money. We got too much emo emotions attached to the money. Mm -hmm. Emotion mm -hmm. and money, it's, it's, they're conflicting energies, right? So you can't be emotional about your money. If it's coming, you can't get so high, and when it's gone, you can't get so deep. Yeah. You're right, so low. You got to stay right there in the middle. That's true. Because you understand it's going to come and go. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Money doesn't value. Doesn't determine my value. Mm -hmm. I determine my value. So those are the things. Those are wealth philosophy. You ask me, and you know the whole thing is wealth philosophy. So. That's what we have to do, and we have to become that, right? Mm -hmm. We have to just be brainwashed with the mindset of wealthiness. And wealthiness is not confined to just money. Mm -hmm. right. Look up the word, you can be wealthy in knowledge, and right. wealthy no. in relationships, and mm -hmm. wealthy. So, it, it, you know, once again, understanding that it's, it's not just money. Right, exactly. So I might not have any money, but I'm wealth with friends. I don't have any money, but I'm wealth with love. I don't have any money, but I'm wealth with peace. compassion and mm -hmm. peace and happiness, right? That's right. Yeah. And then you'll start to attract all the things that you do need. That makes sense. Right. And I know um, earlier you had mentioned you need a purpose or, and you need a, your why. Mm -hmm. And so your why is kind of correlating with the purpose. And I know in uh, Napoleon Hill, I forget which book it was because I read so many. But um, <laughs> in one of his books, he said that you have to have a definiteness of purpose. And I know he stressed that like on every single page, he said definiteness of purpose, definiteness of purpose. And it's like, if we don't have a purpose to, as to why we want to save our money, it says if you have a purpose as to why you want to save, like if it's for a house, if it's mm -hmm. for um, engagement, if it's for, if you have something that you know exactly why you want to save it, your chances of you actually saving the money is that much greater. Yeah. So how would you say, I mean, how would you address, um, I guess, what what would be the most important thing or could be a, a, a factor that we should start saving for now? Would it be investments? Would it be for, like, what what are some things that we should start saving for that would be smart for long-term success? Well, yeah, well, everything starts with the desire of your heart. Whatever you desire in your heart, if it's a brand mm. new car, whatever it is. But, yeah, you should have goals that are short-term, intermediate, long-term. Okay. And those that really understand wealth building, then they want to leave enough wealth for generations to come. The Bible says a righteous man live, leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Mm -hmm. That's two generations into the future. That's right. their grandchildren. Right, right, right. That's true. So that's beyond just what you need. Mm -hmm. That's beyond your car. Right. That's right. beyond your 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 Louis Vuitton. It's beyond right. what is called creature comforts. Right. Mm. And see, those that have the wealth mentality, we wonder, oh, that's enough. He got too much money. He greedy. No, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. yeah. One, one, they, they feel that they, they're worthy of that. Mm -hmm. They deserve to be a multimillionaire. Warren Buffett feels that he deserved to be a billionaire. Right. Uh, uh, our brother Rob, Bob Johnson feels that he's deserving of that. Mm -hmm. So that's what he gets. Good. You deserving of a hoopty? Guess what? You riding in the hoopty. You desire, you, you deserve it. I'm worthy. I should be riding something nice. Guess what? You won't find a way exactly. to ride in something nice. If not, then that lets you know, lets, lets us know to the extent that, that that strength, or they say it metaphysically, that vibration mm -hmm. is just not really. Your mouth 
is there, but your vibration level is not there. So yeah, you, you wanna you want it depends on where you are. And in the in the temples of the pyramids, it said to thy own self be true. So be honest with yourself. If you ain't thinking about your next generation, <laughs> it's a shame. But, <laughs> hey, but don't be around here talking about, yeah, man, you multi-generation in your mind, I am not leaving them Negroes. No. <laughs> You know, that's, that's unfortunate. True. But to be truthful to yourself, be honest with yourself. But yeah, you want to start off with something because, you know, we hear about uh, deferred gratification, and that's true. Delayed gratification, that's true. But see, when you understand the psyche and human nature, mm -hmm. then you have to understand that you have to, you, you encourage your mind and your spirit by rewarding it in the process of accomplishing. And so I teach, what I teach, you know, people and share with them is that you want to make sure that your reward is, is consistent with your accomplishment. You don't want to, you don't want to get up and uh, do 15 push-ups. I'm man, I met my goal, I'm about to go buy me a Lexus, <laughs> you know? Oh, you got a pound. Yeah, it has to be consistent. Yeah, yeah, it has to be consistent. Yeah, so, so that's, that's what you have to do. And purpose, the thing about purpose is, the interesting thing about purpose is, well, I don't know what my purpose is. A lot of us don't, mm -hmm. right? And you mentioned the brothers and sisters in the hood, lack of opportunity. We discover our purpose by, by discovery, trying different things, mm -hmm. doing different things, right? right? And we would know, our spirit would tell us what, what our purpose is. Right? My purpose is to educate black people around the wealth philosophy mentality because that's what we miss most. That's what's lacking. That's why our, our community is in the economic shape it's in. That's why we are in the economic shape we're in. That's why we was crying because Hillary didn't win. You know, it's because we just, our, our, our philosophy, our money philosophy is not right. That's true. So we're always dependent on something outside of ourselves. Right? That's why the brother with the shoes, he's not depending on nothing. He's not even looking for anything outside of himself because he feels that he's worthy enough mm -hmm. to be independent. Mm -hmm. And another word for independent is free. He wants to be free. free. Yeah. That is my affirmation. Free. Mm -hmm. yep. so. It says here, pay your dues now for financial freedom. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, you have to make sacrifices. I see. Okay. And here's, here's how I describe it. However aspirational your desires are, meaning how big of a life you want to live, mm -hmm. just know that there, there's, there's many pieces to that puzzle. Your aspiration is a big puzzle. All you want is a car, that might be a puzzle with just two pieces. Mm -hmm. Okay. But if you want all this, boats and planes and trains and go on vacation around the world and, you know, have six, seven, ten houses, just know. Just know that's, that's, that's a big puzzle. Mm -hmm. That's a puzzle with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pieces. Right. So now the question is, or, or now the thing that we have to do is now i got to go out and find these pieces. Okay. That's true. So that's the discovery. Yeah, that's so now you got to find the pieces, and now you put it together. Now there's a there's a there's a science or an intellectual approach to putting together a puzzle. You get all the straight edges, then you get the four corners. You usually pull those pieces out first, and then you put those pieces in place. <laughs> yeah. Now when they all got different shapes, now you got to say, okay, now 
We just got to say, okay, that don't fit. That don't fit. That don't fit. <laughs> See, so that's how it is when you're talking about um, uh, building, building uh, wealth. It's a whole bunch of pieces. Mm -hmm. So you always got to be on the lookout. Always got to be saying, okay, what piece? I, mean, I know I say, so this, this is a big aspiration I have. So it's a lot. Of, I don't know how many pieces. Because for me, it might be a thousand pieces. For you, it might be 500. Why? Because you already given the psychology, the mindset, right. some of the resources in your upbringing, mm -hmm. right? That you have some of the pieces. Your daddy might have good credit. Your daddy might have just stacks of money sitting in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Where somebody don't have anything, he doesn't even have a daddy. Right. He needs some more pieces to that puzzle. That's true. So that's what they mean when they say don't compare yourself because your race is your race. Yeah. You can't compare yourself. You don't have enough information to compare. That's true. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah, you don't have enough information. Those that don't understand compare. Those that don't understand compare. That makes sense. Unless you're comparing something like two bottles of water. But you're talking about human beings? Mm-hmm. So these are inanimated objects. You can compare that. Because it has no spirit, no soul, no no mm. unique experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, mm. but, a, but a living creature, even a dog, don't they, you can't compare the two. This That's one true. grew up and, you right. know, yeah. and pampered and, you know, so, yeah. Right. That's so true. When you talk about sacrifices, are you talking about just all sacrifices in general time, or are you talking about not spending that all the above. $10? Oh, okay. All the above. Okay. <laughs> when you wanna when you wanna win, the question is not is not uh, how much, is not hmm. how long. Mm -hmm. The answer to that is until. Hmm. Until. See, that's what I'm saying. We have to have a wealth mentality. But Daryl, how how you know how long do I need to save my money? <laughs> save it until you reach your goal. Until you until you have the money you need to do whatever you want to do. I mean. How long do I have to budget my, my, my checking account? Until. Until. Until you get where you want to go. How, you know, how long do I have to work? As long as you want to live, I guess. <laughs> you know? Because you need money to live. So, That's yeah, we have, to, we have to understand that it, it's, it's not, it's not. See, once again, it's the, it's the abundance mentality. Right? Mm -hmm. There is no limit to an abundance mentality. Mm -hmm. It's whatever is required. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what's necessary. Mm. That was required. That's what's necessary. I like it. So, we all work jobs, mm -hmm. but we also own businesses. Mm -hmm. um, so, what's your take on that? Because I know, I mean, I like my job right now, but, um, <laughs> but eventually, a lot of people, especially a lot of millennials, want to branch out into full-time entrepreneurship. So what would be your advice for them who is working because they got to pay them student mm -hmm. loans. They don't want to be dependent on their mama no more. And, but still, they want to be free, liberated, working for themselves. Here's what we have to understand. Here's the three again, right? Mm -hmm. We have to understand there's three levels of, of or, or, or three sources of income. Mm -hmm. And three levels of difficulty. The, the first level, the easiest level, and the least financially rewarding, is unemployment. Being unemployed. Right? Now, if you want the next level up, which is employment, mm -hmm. 
then that's harder than being unemployed. It requires more, mm -hmm. more effort, more time, more energy, more skills, right? Because mm -hmm. now you're, you're, you're marketable. Mm -hmm. So that's harder. Mm -hmm. Well, the next step after employ, being an employee is to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So that means that's the next level up. So that's harder than the two other levels. Yeah, that's true. Right? So what happens too often with black people is we don't have a comprehensive knowledge of what we're doing. We don't have a comprehensive knowledge of business and what's required for business and what, and what we need to be able to do as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. That's why there's a study that came out that, that stated, and it's in the book called uh, Wealth Choice, uh, uh, yeah, Wealth Choice by Dennis Kimbrough. It says that the federal government states that there's a hundred, I'm sorry, 1.9 million black businesses, right, registered in America. 1.8 million are classified as non-employee companies mm -hmm. with a gross revenue of about $22,000 a year. So what does that mean? That means we as black people, we go into business, but obviously we don't go into business to employ nobody. We just go into business to replace the income from a job. Ooh. And to be honest with you, sisters, entrepreneurship is too hard just for you to replace an income that you can go to work and get off at five and off on weekends and get your two weeks vacation to make the same amount of money. This is just right. ain't worth it. Now there's a freedom factor, there's a freedom factor that, that's worth something, but even at that. Because you, if you, if you have no employees, you're doing everything. So how much freedom do you really have? Yeah. How much freedom do you really have when you got to do everything, That's right? True. So, so that when I saw that statistic, I said, well, no wonder why unemployment in the black community is twice that of the national average. Because mm -hmm. we, we, we go into business, but we don't go into business for prosperity yeah. in the fullest form. Right. Oh, it's hard and high employee. You can't find no good people. Whatever. Because you said it. What? Well, yeah, that's right. You spoke <laughs> that into an existence. Yes. Right. So that's where you're getting exactly right. what you exactly. put Exactly. So, so, so we see we we think too small. Mm -hmm. I know my goal is I, I want to hire. I want to. I got at least have enough position to where my daughters don't have a job. Right. You always got a job. Mm -hmm. You know. So that's 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 the wealth mentality. Mm -hmm. Right. If, if, if those of us who are entrepreneurs do nothing else but create an enterprise big enough to where we can employ our children, yes. that would eliminate a whole lot of unemployment in our black community. That's true. So, so, so I guess my question is, what would be your advice as far as when you're placing people in positions so that you aren't doing everything on your own in an entrepreneurial path? Well, I haven't done it yet, but oh, I would okay. say based on their skill set, okay. everybody's skill set. Got it. Yeah, you want you, like you don't want a janitor to do the accounting. That's true. Yeah, right. So, it's yeah. just basic stuff, but you okay. know, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> right. We'll yeah. figure yeah. it out. Mine's yeah. So good. Yeah, trial and error. <laughs> yeah. True. 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 Says millennials are already positioned for success. What do you mean? By yeah, that? absolutely. I feel like I know the answer, but absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> millennials already positioned for success, financial success, because of the new world in which we live in. Yes, we're living in information age. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's always two sides to every coin. 
See, being that we live in an information age, the environment, the marketplace, the mindset that, that, that exists in an information age does not accept the fact that you don't know in an information age. Okay. See, like you said before, prior to the internet, you can say, well, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have a degree or whatever, so okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You can't read, okay, that makes sense. You live out here in the rural part of the, the, the city, that makes sense. Okay, all right. There's a little bit more sympathy right. in society for you. But when we live in a world now where all of us got smartphones mm -hmm. and the phone is smarter than us, then there's no sympathy for those individuals. Right? So I say that millennials are positioned for financial success because you all are born into this new world. Mm -hmm. Right? My mother had to make a transition. I had to make a transition. I was born before uh, uh, Google and Yahoo and mm -hmm. before the internet. But you all are born. But you all are born with these things there. That's why our children don't I mean, you look at technology, you don't, hear, you don't get a, a manual with computers anymore. How to? You better go to the internet. <laughs> right. You pull it up, right? So right. right? So they already know that it's the, those, that, you know, those that buy computers already know. That's the button. That's the turn it on. Right? right? You don't have to do any, 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 any DOS like I did when I was coming up with computers coming out. You had to write DOS. Just to have your name scroll up and down the screen. When Microsoft came to where you just click on the icon. So you all are positioned for financial wealth because of the time in which you're born into, which is natural to you all. Right? Your learning curve is much shorter. But because of the internet and in particularly social media, that is a world in and of itself. You have people that are Instagram influencers that you would never know, they'll never be on TV, mm -hmm. they'll never be in a movie, right. but they're Instagram and other platforms, influencers, where companies will pay them twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 for That's one true. post, mm -hmm. That's true. right? So you all are living in a time and you're on these devices. You just have to learn how to monetize them. You have to learn about sales and marketing and branding, so now you can flip that thing, mm -hmm. right? give you an idea. How is it that, that Mark Zuckerberg, who's the owner of Facebook, mm -hmm. is America's youngest billionaire? Mm -hmm. Now think about this. He's the youngest billionaire. He founded Facebook. Mm -hmm. He's a billionaire off of our information. He doesn't put no information up. Yeah. He don't write no post. I'm sure he does. You understand what I'm saying? Just imagine. So he's became a billionaire off our information, we can become a hundred air off our information. Ooh. See, it's back to that knowledge and mindset. Something's wrong. So we have to learn how to take our content, mm -hmm. our likes, excuse me, our likes, our friends, and all of these things that he takes to make money from, and we need to make money from. Yeah. Right. And unfortunately, you're not going to learn that in school. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not for some reason. No? What specifically? Yes. Very specific reason. Actually. So what's the number one investment that millennials should make? Number one investment that millennials should make and all of us should make is in ourselves. Oh. 
We should spend more money in ourselves than on ourselves. Okay, I like that. Yeah, right? So what you do is you look down, you go through, you go online, you go to your bank account, you scroll through and see all the stuff that you spend on that which is external of you, and then you look at all the stuff you spend that go in your body. Without it being food, because that's like all. Well, that's good. No, that's the same. No, 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 everything that goes in your body. Okay, okay. Because okay. if you eat McDonald's and you don't have the, the fuel yeah. to concentrate to read a book, you're right. You're you right. don't have the fuel to think sharply, to think on what your decision should be right. as far as building wealth. Right. right? Your minds are not even clear enough, as the Bible says, where you can have a discernment of spirit because your mind ain't even functional, nothing. That's, that's, that's real. That's true. The potatoes ain't real. The chicken ain't real. Yeah. The lettuce ain't real. The ain't bread lettuce. ain't real. No. Huh. They ain't real. The lettuce? For <laughs> real? You always see that post with the cabbage and it's plastic? That's just oh, cabbage. Oh my God. And I love cabbage. Well, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The thing that makes it not real is what goes into its making. Yeah. Mm -hmm. GMOs. Right, right. Well, if it's not grown in soil, God's earth. And it's grown in other stuff that is genetically modified and grown out of season and out of God's cycle of, of, of life. Yeah, 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 so can't do it. <laughs> we are totally with you on that, yeah, for sure. Um, skills won't make you rich. Skills won't make you rich, no. What makes you rich? Mindset. Mindset. <laughs> Mindset. Knowledge just means that you know. Facts. Mm. Yeah. They said knowledge is power. Well, that's not a, that's not right. Okay. You got a whole lot of people with degrees standing in unemployment line. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, they got knowledge, so why didn't stand in unemployment line? Because mm. their mindset. Because see, it's the application of knowledge that 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 makes you rich. It's the application of knowledge, and there's what we have. In society, and, and those that want to, I say it, live up to their full God-given potential, mm -hmm. then they're looking to close the gap between what they know right. and what they do. Mm -hmm. Most of us have this amount of knowledge. We have this amount of action. Mm -hmm. Right? We know, we know in order to have six-pack abs, you got to do a thousand sit-ups, but we ain't doing a thousand sit-ups. We ain't doing no sit-ups. It got to be a, better, a different way. Gotta be some shakes or something. Some fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Gotta be some kind of, you know, <laughs> stick, a, stick, a, stick a needle and suck it out. But oh. I'm not doing no sit-ups. That's just too much. <laughs> right? It's too uncomfortable. <laughs> See, you can't build wealth being comfortable. Right? They say in the network marketing industry, your comfort zone is your growth zone. Mm -hmm. Those that are highly successful are used to being uncomfortable. They're they're comfortable in being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That goes back to risk. They're comfortable taking risks because it's because it's calculated because they they didn't use their emotions to, to to calculate the risk they use their intelligence to calculate the mm, risk that's it. and when you and when you use your intelligence I mean that's just the best I can do based on what I know and you know going through the math and looking at the risk and reward and the different things in the marketplace I mean that was the best decision I can make mm -hmm. that was just the best so just need to get more information or let me see what I can do differently to where I can, I can get a better result. But it's not emotional. Emotions of, you know, I say it like this, emotion should be reserved for, for people. 
You only love things that can love you back. Money can't Ooh, love you back. Okay, that's a nugget. <laughs> yes. Only love things that can love you back. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Let's get into some specifics. Specific questions. Y'all got any specific questions on y'all's mind that y'all want to know about? I'm just going to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so, asking stuff about the show. So, like, let's talk about... Any questions from the audience? Is there um, any? I don't think I haven't seen any. See, a lot of times, brothers and sisters, when you get new information, you've seen people say like this over your head. Mm -hmm. That means you. That means you have to grow to that level. That's true. That's true. And if you don't grow, you you never grasp it. It all it'll stay always up here. Over your head. And see, you gotta understand when you're talking about wealth. Wealth is always above you. Mm -hmm. It's something you have to reach for. You know, I have a saying that wealth is not gonna. I mean, success is not gonna come down to you. It's not gonna do that. It don't, it, it don't matter how much you know you, how cute you are. It, it don't matter, you know, if you're AKA or Delta, it doesn't, don't matter. It don't matter, you come from, a, you know, the black boulets. It, it, don't, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. See, the universe is non-emotional. Right? It's non-emotional. So success is not going to come down to you. Okay. You got to go up to where the success is. I like that. Yeah. We want it to come to us. We want to dictate the success on our terms. I want success, but I ain't going to stop drinking, smoking, running the streets. I ain't going to stop going to the casinos. I ain't going to stop going to the strip clubs. I'm not going to stop. Well, then you just ain't going to get it. Then you just right. There. Right. So we look for shortcuts. Mm -hmm. Right. Then we get caught up in all kind of, uh, you know, questionable activities because we're looking for get rich quick schemes. We're mm -hmm. looking for, you know. You know, you loan me some money, man. I can give you twenty percent next week. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Cause we we don't want to we don't want to qualify Wait. ourselves. You know, it reminds me we have to become who it is that we need to become to be worthy of the things that we want. We have to become that person. Right. We have to become that person. That's why we haven't attained it yet. Yeah, we're not becoming that person. We don't want to change. We we would suffer and go without. And perpetuate our financial condition as black people for generation to generation because somebody in a prior generation didn't want to break that generational curse. Yes. See, so you you all millennials, now it's your job. It's up to you to break that generational curse mm -hmm. from your family. It can be whatever it is. Yeah. Baby mama, drama, I mean, you know, not having a family, you know, just this right. kind of way of living. Right? right? And I don't need to get married. I didn't need a child. You know? So so we have to become something that is worthy of God blessing us. Right? Because the only way we're gonna get prosperity is God has to bless us unless you're gonna take up make a pact with Satan and do it his way. Oh, See, so man. it's very clear. Either right. do it God's way or Satan's way. And God gonna tell you, all right, well this is what you gotta do. Right. This is who you gotta become. Mm -hmm. Satan's gonna say the same thing. Oh, you want me to help you? Sell your soul. Yeah, see, so we caught in between. You don't want to do kind of all. We don't want to do all that God tells us to do, and we don't want to do all that Satan. Satan wants to do. So yeah, we yeah right. So we in between. Like, God, you sure you sure you want me to do this? Right. You sure you want me to stop eating all of that? Right. You sure you want me to stop talking to him? Right. I mean, I got to make a sacrifice so I can have some money for my. Children and my future generation. Oh, them Negroes. 
Mm. Yeah, and it comes and it comes from your mindset. See, that's why they call it the mind's eye. Right. Right. Those of us kind of conscious, your third eye, mm -hmm. your pe pineal gland. Pineal gland. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all it's all one thing. It ain't no we separate. It's all one thing. It's all one thing. So, so uh, it's to your mind's eye. And the, the easy example we give is, like for example, my car is a Range Rover. When I started, when I fell in love with a Range Rover, guess what? Everywhere I looked, it you was. You saw a Range Rover. That's your, that's your mind's eye. Yeah. So when you train your mind to look for opportunity, because you zeroed in focus on this wealth thing, mm -hmm. guess what? Now you start seeing opportunities all around you. Okay. Not that they just showed up. They've been there yeah. all along. Ooh. But it was going over our heads. Your, your eyes was focused on something else. Yeah. Your mind's eye was focused on something else. That's yes. true. I like that. It was focused on being popular at college or, you know, just whatever. Not bad or good. It just is what it is. Like yeah. young folks, like y'all say, it just is what it is. <laughs> it's been there all along. That's it's been there all along. That's why you have to you have right. to look at what you have. Ooh. Thank you. And Thank say that's you. enough. Yes, it is. God always gives you enough. Always. We just don't know what to do with it. Shout out. That is true. Right? Mm -hmm. our, our four parents took the scraps and made gumbo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was scraps. It took nothing. <laughs> and it made it easier. And let me, let me say this, you know, the reason, one of the reasons why I love entrepreneurship so much, because entrepreneurship, it has in it, entrepreneurship is, is, is really is the exercise of God. Hmm. To take an idea, mm -hmm. right? Say being it is, and you bring it to the marketplace, and you got money in your hand. Mm -hmm. God is the only one that can take nothing and make something out of it. So when you have that ability, then that's what, that's, that's what the spirit is in you that's making that happen. So an entrepreneur, the meaning of an entrepreneur is to see a need mm -hmm. and fill that need and get compensated for it. There was nothing there at first, mm -hmm. but they saw into the future and saw, I can, I, can, hmm. I can do that, I can get that. And they make that happen and they walk in faith until it materializes and they don't need faith anymore. Now they know no. what okay. they can do. Exactly. So like that's, why I, love, that's that why I love entrepreneurship. Because it's, it's, it's my way of saying, oh man, let me see, how close am I getting? Mm -hmm. Right to being a little G-O-D. Well, we are wrapping it up. But before we wrap it up, I just want to thank you. I got a free gift. Oh wait, yes. okay. Yes. <laughs> got a free gift. Got a free gift for everybody that that okay. hung in there with us and fell when we fell and got back up when we got back up. <laughs> All right. Right. And uh, I always want to give give leave a gift for your listening audience. You ready for it now? You want to wait? Okay, all right. The gift is a free audio download entitled The Power of a Mastermind Group. That's the biggest principle in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, here's the website where you go to get it to get the free download. It's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash mastermind keys with an S. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash mastermind keys with an S. You put in your name, email address, you get an email with the download, you know, and then you can listen to it. It's free of charge. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Anything I can do to help you guys out, if you want me to come back. I mean, you talked about purpose. This is my purpose. 
God didn't give me this to keep it to myself so me and my family can get rich because it's enough to go around. That's the wealth of psychology. There's always enough to go around. Awesome. Yes, thank you so, so much. So yes, thank you all for tuning in. Those who stuck it out to the end, definitely check that out because he was dropping gems all in our lives. And y'all know how the show ends. If this is your first time tuning in, we always, always, always end our show with a positive affirmation. I, I am affirmation. And as we all know, in the Bible, it also it's, it's, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So even if you are feeling weak, you don't say I'm weak, and I know some people around y'all probably may be saying I'm tired, I'm broke, I'm poor, I'm all of these negative affirmations in their lives. You say I'm strong, and another way you can say I am wealthy, I am healthy, I am happy. Just speak positivity into your life. And so, since it's four of us, we are going to say four different affirmations. You say yours at home every single day, and just transform your mind for prosperity. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Oh, okay. All right. My affirmation is I am enough. I am enough. That's amazing. Yes, it is. Um, since today we're talking about finances, I am wealthy. I like that. I am secure in who I am. Mm. I am a money magnet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm attracting all the wealth. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are on YouTube. We are on iTunes. And I'm so happy about that. We are on SoundCloud. Just go to soundcloud.com backslash soul filling. And if you haven't liked our page, what are you waiting on? Thumbs up that Go day. ahead and like, like the page. Yes. Share. Comment. Even if you have any more questions, go ahead and put them below or email him or hit him up on his social media accounts. Yeah. I mean, he just like like a thousand gems was just given. Right. Yeah, let me do this. Thank Those you. of you who want to contact me directly, if you have any specific question that you don't want to post on the public social media platforms, then send it directly to my email, which is Daryl at DarylMuhammad.net. That'll come directly to me, and I'll resp respond directly to you. All right, Daryl D A R R E L L at Daryl Muhammad, that's M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D dot net, okay? Thank you so very much. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Bye. Peace all right, Facebook. Thank you for being here, Facebook Live.